Good afternoon, Josh. Good afternoon, Mike. Um, is there a point when you're looking at uh, the way you're protecting Mac that you start to get um, concerned about the number of times he's getting hit? I think it was 11 uh, on Sunday, obviously a, a fair amount as well in the, in the opener. Yeah, I would prefer him never to get hit. Um, <clears throat> um, so I, you know, it's never our goal to um, to allow the quarterback to be pressured, hit, sacked, knocked down, et cetera. Um, certainly the way we played the game the other day from behind in a lot of long yarded situations with too many throws because of the circumstances of the game, uh, that's certainly never a good thing. So um, I got to do a better job of helping us get off to a better start, avoiding, uh, you know, the volume of passes that we ended up having when the defense knows you have to throw it. Um, and we, there's certain things we have to do better, um, you know, just collectively, you know, um, there's certainly been good plays. And then there's been some plays where, you know, maybe we're in an effort to hold the ball to try to make some plays down the field. Um, you know, we got to hang on to our protection, our blitz pickup, what have you a little bit longer uh, to give the quarterback the time that he's looking for uh, to, to make a play like that. Uh, some of them we did okay the other day. Some of them we did not. Um, and then some of them, again, you know, it comes back to all 11 guys factor into those things. I never attribute a pressure or a sack or a hit or something like that to one man, you know, because oftentimes there's a lot of things that could have changed that, you know, Maybe the read was a little late. Maybe the route wasn't as good as we wanted it to be. You know, we had to go to the second or third option, uh, you know, the protection, the help, et cetera. There's a lot of things that go into that. Um, but to answer the long, the long answer is that the short answer is we want to protect the quarterback. We want to keep them off of them. We want to get the ball into the playmaker's hands without having the quarterback take, take as many hits as we did. Thanks, Josh. Yep. Chris Casper, followed by Phil Perry. Hey Josh, I hope you're doing well. Hey Chris. I just, hey, I just want to ask you, you know, you've worked and had success with a number of quarterbacks throughout the course of your career. And I was just curious, in your opinion, how much of it is nature versus nurture? I mean, obviously you look at Tom Brady and the career he's been able to have and who had success in 2008 bringing along Matt Castle. So how much of it is just, you know, innate in terms of what guys are capable of doing and how much of it is you can coach them to get to a certain level? I think the players always deserve great amount of credit for any success success that they have. Um, our role obviously is to try to improve every player and we try every day to do that. And we've, we've never, uh, we've never changed, you know, our philosophical approach, you know, whether it's a veteran, a young player, a rookie, a guy we sign off the practice squad, uh, a free agent that we sign, we, we try to coach them all the same. And, Look, we have a certain thing, a uh, certain philosophy that we believe in, a certain way of doing things technically uh, and fundamentally that we think works. Um, it's not always what they're used to or what they've known before, certainly not with college players coming in. Um, but I think they have to have skill. They have to have aptitude. They have to have toughness. They can't, it's hard to play in this league if you won't work hard at your craft. And so all these guys, I mean, they have usually when they get to this level and they're playing a position like quarterback, they have all those things. Um, you might try to help them and direct them in a certain way 
hey, you know, this is a good time to get ahead on this during the game week or what have you in terms of their preparation. Um, and you always want to try to find ways to help them out fundamentally, technically, schematically, give them a chance to be successful. So we're always going to search for that. But I certainly would not take away any of the credit from the players that have had success at that position. I mean, seems like every every coach that's been considered a good coach has always had a good quarterback. And, you know, I mean, the chicken and the egg, the, the, the quarterbacks are great players. And look, they played quarterback in high school and college for a reason. Um, it's one of the dip, most difficult positions in all of sports to play. I was blessed to coach, you know, the best one that ever did it, in my opinion, for a long time. And uh, I learned a lot from him along the way, obviously, and and certainly try to apply that every day as I go forward. Thanks, Josh. You were a pretty good quarterback yourself in high school. <laughs> I did my I did the best I could. I did the best I could. <laughs> Thanks, Chris. <clears throat> Next question, Phil Perry, followed by Evan Lazar. Hey, Josh, you just called him the best to ever play, in your opinion, but how strange will it be to compete against Tom this weekend? It should be a lot of fun. Um, you know, we were obviously uh, very good friends um, and, and close, and that should never change. And um, I know he'll be excited to compete and come up here and, and try to, to, to win and play his best game. And um, we're preparing to try to do the same thing. So, um, you know, I've, I've coached against a lot of people that um, we used to coach, a lot of coaches that I've used to coach with. Um, there's always an added sentiment to the game um, emotionally. Um, I would not expect this game to be any different. Um, I know that I know what the atmosphere will feel like on Sunday night. Uh, I know he'll be ready to go. I know we'll be ready to go. And um, hopefully we can we can put our best performance of the season out there and, and, and compete as hard as we can to try to win. Josh, and, and just, just knowing how much you do about teaching new players an offensive scheme or an offensive system, how impressed have you been by the way Tom has played in Tampa Bay? I'm sure there are some things they do that are similar to what he was doing in New England, but a lot has been made of the fact that he he's the one who has kind of adapted to what's going on down there. How impressed have you been by that? Super impressed. Um, not surprised. Uh, I think there's a difference between those two. Uh, obviously I would, I would never put anything past him uh, in terms of accomplishing anything uh, in this game. Um, and so it doesn't surprise me at all that he's been able to go down there and acclimate, um, you know, and, and play the, the style of football that they're playing um, and, and to play it as well as he's playing. So um, he, you know, uh, his work ethic allows him to accomplish many, many things. And so um, certainly not surprised that he would go down there and whatever they're asking him to do, he would buy into it, uh, learn how to do it the best he could possibly do, and then excel doing it. Um, that certainly doesn't surprise me one bit. Um, happy for him, you know, and his family and his career and looking forward to competing against him on Sunday. Thanks a lot, Josh. Mm-hmm. Next question, Ben Volan, followed by Evan Lazar. Hey, Josh, how's it going? Good, Ben. How you doing? Good, man. Uh, uh, quick question, uh, two quick ones. First, I'm curious, given how much you do know about Tom Brady, are you helping uh, the Patriots defensive coaches this week uh, in the game planning? I think they got that. <laughs> they got that department covered. I got we got our work cut out for us. Uh, we're worried about the defense, you know, so 
Um, we've been we've been totally immersed in trying to figure out this Tampa Bay defense and how to block the front, you know, get the linebackers covered up somehow, some way, and figure out all the things that Todd does on defense. So um, I've left that to them for now. <clears throat> uh, and, and a quick question about Mac. Um, it seemed like not all of the hits and the sacks and the pressure were on the offensive line. Some of it may have been on him, you know, not finding the clean window or, or not being able to avoid it. Is that something you can work on with him or is that something that's just kind of innate? Absolutely. Um, you know, I think there's a lot of things. Mac learns something every day, um, which is true for all rookies uh, and young players in our league. I mean, there's things he'll see tomorrow in practice that he's never seen. There's things he's going to see Thursday and Friday in our preparation that Tampa does that nobody else has done that we, you know, that we've played this year. So, um, every game's a great opportunity and a learning experience for him. Um, I've tried to, you know, take each one of those as a teachable moment for him, whether it's on the sideline or Monday in the film room and try to just improve little by little. Um, you know, and, and in that regard, you gotta, you're trying to compete to win as hard as you can every single week, every single play, every single game. And at the same time, I'm trying to take you know, a little bit of a long approach in terms of, I can't, you know, you can't give him everything that somebody else took five or six years to learn, you know, in four or five months, it's impossible. And so there's not enough time. So he learns things every week. Uh, he does a great job of categorizing those and compartmentalizing what he sees uh, and what he's learned uh, from week to week, day to day. Um, but there were definitely things on Sunday and there, as there has been the first three games period uh, that, he saw that once he saw it, he realized what it was. We talk about it, try to make the correction. And then hopefully uh, as we go forward, he'll, he'll make those corrections if it comes up again. All right. Thanks. Yeah. Thank you, Ben. <clears throat> I will go uh, two last questions. Evan Lazar and Filter. Hey, Josh. Uh, my question was kind of along the same lines as Ben and uh, just with the protections, I, I was curious, uh, how much can a quarterback help his offensive line with, you know, how far he's uh, dropping in the pocket or moving around the pocket to kind of keep himself protected? Uh, he, he's part of the protection. There's no question. And we've always taught it that way. Um, you know, where it's, it's not just their job to protect him wherever the heck he wants to go. Uh, you know, they're trying to protect him where they believe he'll be. And then, he has to uh, move and manipulate the pocket to allow the, the blockers, uh, whether they be tight ends, linemen, or backs, to, you know, to, to block the, the rushers, blitzers, what have you, in a manner that allows him to continue to read the play out. So um, it's not in – each play is kind of different, you know. Each, each drop, each pocket – could be a little different based on what the defense does. Sometimes they're slanting, sometimes they're blitzing, sometimes they're dropping eight guys. So the pocket could look a lot different based on what the defense chooses to do and what kind of protection that we're in. So I think we're just, we're just trying to work on continuing to try to work together as a group on that and as a unit to keep the quarterback safe and, 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 and help the linemen and the people that are protecting help them do their job the best that they can as well. And also just one uh, quick other question. Over the last year plus, we've seen you guys maybe use a little bit less pre-snap motion 
than what you did with Tom. Uh, is that like a, a chemistry continuity type of thing? Is it uh, not putting too much on everybody's plate uh, or am I just looking way too much into that? Probably a, maybe looking a little bit far into it. We haven't done anything different in that regard. Some games we choose to motion more than others. I think that's probably, you know, fairly consistent throughout the course of the league. Sometimes you want to try to, uh, you know, maybe there's something that you're doing with the snap count or what have you that, you know, precludes you from using motion a little bit more. Sometimes you want a, a better look at the, uh, at the coverage or whatever. There's a lot of reasons why you could or couldn't use it. Um, but, um, you know, there's no, there's no uh, ulterior motive on that. I mean, we, we still motion. We want to motion. Try to use motion to help your team or help your uh, skill players gain an advantage if you can. Um, and so that would, you know, continue to be the case at some point. Thanks, Josh. Yep. Final question, Phil Perry. Round two. I just saw nobody had their hands up, so I just figured, <laughs> hey, let me, let me jump in here, get in the mix. I, um, I did want to ask you, though, about, about Mac and his – maybe what you've noticed, Josh, of his um, emotional response to losing a couple games early in the season here. He obviously had a lot of success – when he was a starter there at Alabama, that team won a lot of games while he was there. And I'm just curious, you know, we noticed right after the game, he, he was sort of sitting down on the bench and had his head down. And it, what have you noticed in terms of how he's responded emotionally to what he's seen thus far this season? And is there, is there anything that, that you take on as part of your responsibility as his coach to kind of help him and his attitude to be where, you know, everybody there would like it to be? Um. I think that these are, these are all new experiences, win or lose. Um, um, and, and so he's dealing with all of that as we go week to week here. Um, we have a good practice. There's an emotional response. We have a practice that's not, a, not our best. We have, a, we have to handle it a certain way. Um, and, again, I think my job in that regard is no different than it would be if I was coaching a specific technique or fundamental that he was doing on the field that I wish was a little different. Uh, just try to give him some guidance and wisdom about handling, you know, a protection or handling an outcome, you know, and um, look, no two guys are going to handle everything the same. And I don't want them to be robotic. I don't want them to be, you know, they all, they don't have to all be identical, but um, you know, usually the biggest thing about this game is it's a long season. Uh, there's a lot of work that goes into each game, each preparation, um, you're going to have some adversities. You know, you may have a bad quarter. You may have a bad day. You may have a bad week. Um, it doesn't mean you can let that snowball into a bad month or a bad season. And so um, just taking as much as you can from each opportunity to learn. Um, the adversities are sometimes our best teachers. And, you know, like Sunday, for example, when you don't play well enough to win in this league, you don't win. And so, you know, being able to accept that, not because you like the result, but because you understand the process that led to the result wasn't quite good enough. And so being able to do those things as he moves forward and matures as a quarterback in our system and in this league, I think are going to be important for him. Um, really proud of the way he handles basically everything in terms of his, his, uh, his mindset and how he attacks his job um, I couldn't ask him to do more and uh, hopefully we can continue to learn um, with more positive results as we go forward. Thanks a lot, Josh. Yep. Thanks. Thank you, Josh. Thanks everyone. Yep. Thanks guys.